You are listening to the American Truth Project podcast. Barry Nussbaum is joining us here this morning, political consultant extraordinaire. Your resume reads, uh, reads like, uh, well, uh, Marco Rubio, Mitt Romney, Meg Whitman. Uh, you got a lot of a lot of history. I've met a few of them. You've met a few of these things. Well, having met all those people, uh, have you ever met anyone like Donald Trump? I don't think there's ever been a candidate, Dan, like Donald Trump. He is an, a, a phenomenon and a unique experience for American politics, that's for darn sure. In a good way or a bad way? I know, it, two, two ways, I would say. In, in a good way, he is returning uh, the perception of the public uh, that the president can be a forceful leader to take command and right the ship. So he's projecting power, he's projecting leadership, he's showing the way out of the, uh, uh, at least, international affairs darkness. Uh, the bad way, uh, as we were chatting a minute ago, he seems to be an equal opportunity insulter uh, of uh, the other candidates, of the people that interview him, of people that he's bumped into. Um, I think the Washington Post says that he tweets like an angry 12-year-old boy uh, and, and doesn't apologize for it, actually. No, no, he's never had said anything that he's uh, needed to apologize Correct. for right. ever in his life because he's never done anything wrong. Apparently not yet. <laughs> he has not. So when will these insults, and he's been getting away with it, you know, some right. of the New York media calls him Teflon Don or whatever, you know, so right. everything's bouncing off of him. Uh, when does it catch up? When, when can you no longer get away with calling a presidential candidate ugly, essentially? Yeah. Or, or, or fat, or, or these insults that he has thrown out? It's the million dollar question, you know, and, and nobody seems to know. He seems to be so far past what would be normally acceptable. Now people are asking, if he's president of the United States, is he going to act like this when he talks to Putin? Is he going to act like this when he talks to Netanyahu? Um, nobody knows, and yet nothing's sticking yet. And I think that's indicative, not so much of the fact that his explanations make any sense, because for the most part he really doesn't explain other than de to deny what he said. I think he's hit such a chord with the American people that they're so fed up with what's going on inside the beltway with politics as usual, professional politicians, that this is a guy from the outside, and so they're taking the baggage with him. Yeah. So one of the, he reminds me and a lot of people of Ross Perot, right? right. So Ross Perot, a billionaire, uh, went out there and funded his own campaign and as a result could say anything he wanted. Trump at this point is not answering to anybody but himself. So this allows him that freedom to just pop off anytime he wants because he's not answering to all these special needs. Right. And he doesn't have a party to answer to. And for the most part, it seems that his handlers are uh, going along with whatever he says. In other words, he's not taking political advice. He's not taking policy uh, input from anybody. It's the Donald show, at least for now. It is. Uh, but there are 10 other candidates sitting up with him on, on this CNN debate. 10 candidates besides Donald. Yet those 10 candidates, in terms of ink and airtime, practically nothing right unless they're insulted by the Donald right yeah he sucked all the, all the air out of the room yeah. and and it's really bizarre I'll give you an example we talked about this when I was on with you last time about our walk to save America uh, rally that we just had in Washington DC once we invited Trump the crowd swelled to the moon but once he left so did they so by the end of the rally there was nobody there they came for him yeah. he's Something that's never been seen before. Yeah. The difference between uh, Perot and him is Perot at least had some civility about him that uh, hasn't yet affected the Don. 
Right. <laughs> no, not, not, not yet. All right, Jeb Bush, obviously this great legacy in this family name. Uh, he would be the third president within his family. Right. He has attracted all of the conventional money. Correct. Uh, something like $120 million, probably more by now that he has raised. Right. So the Republican establishment basically is betting on Bush. At this point, is that a good bet? You know, it's not looking like it was, Dan, a few months ago. He lapped everybody in fundraising because, as you said, he was the conventional choice. Uh, successful political career in Florida, uh, sort of middle-of-the-road Republican. Uh, everybody knows the name. And yet, the thing that most people were curious about him, and a little insecure, which is not a great leader, doesn't project power, Donald Trump has beaten him over the head with it, right? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't have any energy, people fall asleep in his speeches, and it's probably a little bit true. So he's down to like eight points in the polls now, yeah. and Donald's up around 28 to 30. Yeah. I mean, that's an incredible, almost insurmountable lead. So what do these guys have to do? Um, you know, clearly it's, they've been acting like politicians and trying to sidestep and tiptoe around Donald, but they really, they need to put the gloves on and go after him. I think you're 100% right, you know. Um, Somebody does. Well, it, it's one or the other. So Cruz makes friends with him, introduces him as his guest at his rally in Washington, and they've kissed and made up right? The other candidates are not going to be able to all be best friends or they're all going to finish second and be fighting for vice president. I think the debate at Simi Valley at the Reagan Library is going to be the first time it's going to be about issues and they're going to have to come after him about issues. Yeah. I mean, at some point he can't say anymore, I'm going to hire the best people and I'm going to delegate and they're going to tell me what to do because that's what I do in my businesses. That People expect the president to lead by example and by policy <laughs> and so far, other than deporting a lot of people, are you sure of any of his policies, what he's going to do? Yeah. I'm not. It's a little nebulous. He, yeah, he hasn't laid them out. They're all right. sort of, I'm going to fix Iraq, and I'm going to take care of ISIS, and uh, I'm going to make friends with Israel, which, by the way, is a great thing to say. But policy-wise, we don't know a whole lot yet. And you know what? He might surprise us. He's a very, very bright guy. Yeah, he is. And a very funny guy. <laughs> Quite funny. And he's been very entertaining. It really has. I think kind we're going to dream come true for late night uh, comedy shows. They love him. Absolutely. I think we're going to see policy starting to come out of him real soon because he's going to need to define his own political agenda. You yeah. can't just say, I'm going to make America great and I'm trust great. Trust me. And trust me. Yeah. At some point, people have to have something to hold their hat on. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll all be watching and I'm sure we'll chat with you afterwards. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.